You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where each episode we discuss a different album from Robert Demery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. And just a gigolo, and everywhere I go, People know the part I'm playing Paid for every dance Selling its romance Oh, what they see There will come a day And youth will pass away What will they say about me When the end comes I know they'll suggest to gigolos Life goes on without me and just a gigolo, everywhere I go, people know the part I'm playing. Paid for every dance, selling each romance. Oh, what they say. And there will come a day, and youth will pass away. What will they say about me? When the end comes, I know there's just a gigolo. Life goes on without me cause I ain't got nobody that's so good all right welcome in the room I got Rob Adam John yep Grady Mm -hmm. myself Birch uh this week we're gonna do the wildest album by Italian American singer band leader trumpeter Louis Primo Released in November of 1956 on Capitol Records, produced by Boyle Gilmore. Boyle Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> genre is big band, nailed it. Swing. Uh, and I'll give a little background. In 1954, Prima was offered to to stay at the Sahara in Las Vegas to open his new act with Keely Smith. He enlisted New Orleans saxophonist Sam Butera and his backing musicians, The Witness. The act was a hit and ultimately led Prima to sign with Capitol Records in 1955. On April 1956, the band gathered at the Casino Lounge to record tracks for the album. Capitol Records attempted to retain Prima's, quote, in-person performance and spirit to capture what he referred to as the three o'clock this is the worst sentence I've ever said. <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea what I was trying to say here. Basically, uh, what the Capitol Records was attempting to recreate, you know, his persona at the Sahara at three o'clock in the morning. Okay. Which I think he does. Oh God, this is so fun. What do we think about the wildest? It 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 is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it it is Louis Prima. Uh, the way that, that I think everyone has experienced him and should experience him, uh, just coming through the speakers into your heart, and you're not going to be able to stop him. The, the word that was used in, in one of the liner notes was rumbustious. Uh-huh. Loud and unruly. That is a real word? Yeah, rumbustious. Rumbustious. I wrote down really silly, but without trying to put any sort of connotation on it, and lighthearted, which is sort of my qualifier for that which is it's definitely supposed to be fun oh yeah you know this is i mean this is a goofball yeah this is definitely like he's up there saying i want you to smile dance and be entertained and we're gonna keep you up tonight 
I think it's. I'm not much of a dancer, and he wants. He makes me want to get up. I was. I felt myself yeah. moving in while I was driving yeah. around. I wrote. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I, I wrote down. Uh, it, it's basically it, it's pop music of the day, um, but it's incredibly self-aware of, of what it is, which kind of it kind of helps it tran- transcend the genre itself. Um, yeah, the the idea that they wanted to capture what it was like to check him out at three in the morning, like. Yeah, they, they, they absolutely nailed it. Well, it's, and the fact that he had something that was obviously so good that they're like, we need to capture that. Yeah. You know, the fact that they're thinking like that. Well, there's no fake. And the fact that they did <laughs> so effectively, yeah. And, and if you think about the year, this is this is released 1956, same as the previous three albums that we've listened to. And Sinatra was 55. Oh, it was 55. Okay, yep. so just well, well, a year wow, later. Yeah. Yeah. So, S- I mean, S- same producer, by the way. Ooh. It's interesting to say that it's, I mean, even a year later, because the sound that he's bringing is kind of a throwback to some of the, not exactly big bandy sound, but I mean, he's got swing, female vocalists, sure. he's got a full the, the jump jive, brass, yes. you know, well, yeah. and, he's, and he's still bringing it. Mm-hmm. Louis, Louis Prima will absolutely punch a chick in the eye and then learn to bake a pie. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just the kind of guy he is. That lyric. <laughs> it's like the second song on the record. Equal rights. Equal rights. Plus pie. Um, Put in pie. The, I wrote down. Uh, I was I was trying to think like what you know what does this remind me of because uh, I wasn't as the way I was introduced to Louis Prima was actually through the movie Big Night. He's the focal point uh, of the plot, which is that basically in that movie, the, these two brothers open a restaurant that's like the best restaurant. It's failing, though it's not a su- success. Their neighbor's restaurant, um, which is kind of like on Bob's Burgers, the guy across the street, Jimmy Pesto's. Jimmy Pesto basically is like, you know what? I invited my personal friend, Louis Primo, to come to the restaurant, and everybody's going to want to show up and have dinner with him, and we'll have this big night, and it'll get you guys back on your feet again. So the whole movie is them waiting for Louis Prima to show up. Well, his music is playing a lot in the movie, and you know it's that's how I got intro- introduced to his stuff, and and it's fun. I mean, I think it reminds me of like this weird cross between. There's definitely like some Cab Calloway kind of stuff yeah, going on in yeah. there with his like he's not scatting, but he's not not scatting. That's one of my favorite, like his little tricks that he's pulling. And there's a lot of tricks. I mean, it's like a vaudevillian act, the whole thing. But his call and response to his saxophonist, where he's and you can tell it's a game that he's trying to he's trying to do something that his saxophonist will not (laughs) like not get. Like he's he's just going back and forth. And uh, the song that's not on here, Pennies from Heaven, has one of my favorite lines where he's going back and he's like, da-da-da-da, da da you know, and it's going back and forth. And then he on the track, he says, I got you. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> literally saying, I fooled you. Yeah. You couldn't keep up with me. And that's great, like, having that sort of, like, a gag like that you have with your bandmate. I mean, yeah. I think that's, that's really fun to do. I also thought there was, like, notes of, uh, in addition to Cab Calloway, I was like, I mean, there's kind of like a Tony Bennett rasp to his voice, just for comparable stuff. And then Harry Belafonte. There's yeah, definitely some it. songs that, you know, you could definitely see uh, the crossover there. Each of those guys bringing 
a little bit of the style and, and Zazz of their backgrounds to a very similar playful kind of, um, you know, throaty crooning of yeah. overswing and fun. Well, and he got panned by by many like serious jazz fans, whatever you want to call them, for being just sort of a, a knockoff a goofball. Yeah. Sure. At, at times. I, I wrote down that like his band had way more fun than like I playing in that band had to have yeah, just been a blast. blast. Like just so fun. I think he's a party band, you know? It's a, this is they're a party band. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And paved the way for Brian Setzer too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean uh all music had a good uh, quote that says the wildest is the gem of Louis Prima's catalog. None, none of his other efforts transcend its raunchy mix of demented gibberish, blaring sax, and explosive swing, which rocked as hard as anything released at the time. I like that. Uh, that's a good quote. Yeah. Baby, baby, it looks like it's gonna hail. Baby, baby, it looks like it's gonna hail. Let me teach you how to jive and wheel. Oh, you gotta jump and jive and then you really 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 wait. Jump, jive, and whale. The lip. That's not love He's the whip, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be glad when you're I never dead, knew. You rascal you. There, yeah. That is a Cap oh. Calloway song. Yeah. yeah. He does a good cover of it. Yeah. Yeah, Prima died in 1978. In the book, he is quoted as saying, In 2002, I've had hit records, but I never liked them. But this is it. So, regardless of the, the date error. What do we think? Does it deserve? That's yes, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I so think. Good. Just how fun it is, just how it, it comes across, and you can put it on, and it's it's just so enjoyable. Well, being able to capture the the energy of a, a, a live show like that, you know how who knows how long he had been playing with a bunch of members in Vegas too, with yeah. such a huge band and that infectious. I mean, and and the cover of this album is really it, yeah. It, it, it the band is more perfect counterpart because it's just him in this big goofy close eyed. Whale, you know, who like that just exactly uh, just represents what what this sounds like in, in the wildest. And I think the yeah. way that they captured it occurs to me now. I think the way they captured that feeling, the in your face kind of quality, is that uh, the band is like really on top. Like it's they really like if you listen to a lot of the records happening at the time, even that Frank Sinatra record made by the same producer, like. The, the the vocals are way above everything else in the mix and the band's kind of in the background simmering just sort of and you know you listen to a lot of these uh like swing records it's like you can't hear the guitar you can't hear the bass you can't hear the drums barely but on his record uh they really pushed instruments forward sure. to get that pulse which i think is what they're going for so i think it was somewhat uncommon for the style um, but to give it more equal weight. Yeah. With, with the and there's a lot of backup vocals that are like, boom, yeah, just right, as loud right. or even louder at times well, yeah, than he his. He becomes drowned out in, um, was it just... Just a, just a gigolo. Yeah, well, yeah. He's saying a lower harmony and the, the rest of the chorus is... Explodes. It's, it's yeah. way on top of yeah. both in register and in volume. Yeah, Keely, Keely Smith. 
Um, and I thought that was a really cool technique that yeah. wasn't... They brought her up yeah. as the song goes, which yeah. is... I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. And that was his, cool his mix. wife then. One of five. I think. Oh boy, another. But, you yeah. know, I don't know if he tried to strangle any of them with a telephone cord. <laughs> he, was, he was twice her age, basically 43 to her 22. Classic. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> Yeah, just in, infectious and just gives you a big dumb grin and makes you want to go dance. Yeah. Any other observations of uh, Louis or the the album, other than it's awesome? No. <laughs> go go listen to it immediately. Yeah. Perfect five out of seven. So good. Awesome. Anybody have a favorite song on here? I mean, I really like Jump Jive and Whale. Just the the. Horns, like the tightness of the horns, the dun 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 dun. dun yeah, dun, I mean that's a classic. little offbeat kick yeah. drum that goes on yeah. there. That's a good one, certainly. Great. His version of Night Train is um really good. Of course, the lip. And, Even yeah. better than the Guns N' Roses one. <laughs> <laughs> or the Ricky Lee Jones. Love that <laughs> All right, next we're gonna do Fats Domino. This is Fats. Yeah, that Should record be, rules. Yeah. <laughs> So a lot of good records coming. I'll be glad when you're dead, you rascal you. You rascal you. I'll be glad when you're in your grave, you dog. When you're dead and in your grave, no more ravioli will you crave. I'll be glad when you're dead, you rascal you. You rascal you. I'll be glad when you're dead, you rascal you. You rascal you. I'll be glad when you're in your grave, you dog. Dirty dog. I invite you to my house for a meal. All my meatballs you try to steal. Mm, you're a dirty dog. You're dirty dog. I will be glad when you're dead, you rascal you. I'll be glad when you're in your grave, you dog. I'll be standing on a corner plastered when they bring your body by. Mm, you're a devil, you. 